and 13 cents a barrel. And uh, we join now by Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to all the listeners. Narina, uh, yesterday NAMSA reported uh, vehicle sales for 2016, and on the face of it, it does look rather bleak as it uh, declined for the third year in a row. Is the reality as bad as the numbers suggest, though? So, Sakina, certainly on the new car sales, yes, the situation I think is very bad. As you say, third year in a row of declines, and I think it really just reflects the the poor state of the South African consumer and and, and really the inability of the South African consumer to buy new cars and, and, and disposable income really just not there to support it. It also is because of above average car price inflation. So um, during 2016, we were looking at around 14% inflation um, in the prices of new cars. So the combination of, of lack of disposable income and the prices of new cars really have just put that um, those new car sales very much under pressure. But I think on the positive side of these new vehicle sales um, comes the export numbers. And we saw that during 2016, exports of cars from South Africa reached an all-time high. It increased by around 3.5% year-on-year, which really was a a good number considering the the relatively poor state of the global economy. I think South Africa does find itself in a a, a good position because it manufactures... um, so much of the left hand, uh, sorry, the right hand drive cars so, um, for, for countries that drive on the left side of the road as we do. So I think some of the concerns around what, um, what Donald Trump's policies around global trade will have does not affect our vehicle export market because we're not exporting into the U.S. And if anything, this might even support our local export industry because there will be less supply coming from, from other markets. So I do think this is good. I think the industry is looking for much higher export numbers in 2017, and that certainly is is a good sign, I think, for the local manufacturing sector. And then, Narina, a major contributing factor to inflation last year was, of course, the rising food prices uh, caused by the severe drought. And if we look at what's been happening since around Christmas, uh, the northeastern part of the country enjoying some really good rainfall, um, and uh, that has continued uh, until the past few weeks. But uh, there are still some dry parts, Western and Northern Cape, still some exceptionally Mm. dry areas, Narina. Uh, But we are hoping that we have seen uh, the worst of the drought. But what does this mean for food uh, prices and inflation? So you say so good rainfall certainly have supported dams like the Vol Dam, for example, which is now close to 50% full. But there are still many other dams around the country, and especially those ones that service the Free State and other parts of the country that just remain below 35%. And I think efforts to reduce the demand for water certainly had some success, but I think we all still need to do more despite good rainfalls. And in particular, we need to, to sort of treat the, um, the, the filtered water and the water that comes from our of our municipal taps with, with, with caution. But the big impact that we've seen on, on food inflation really has come because of that, that severe drought that we experienced in 2016. And I think the, the, the real impact comes through in our consumer inflation because food prices have got such, um, such a significant portion of that inflation basket. And this is particularly 
particularly true of the lower income groups where it can be as much as 35% of a low income household's um, overall inflation driver comes from food. So as we see um, some, some big rains and hopefully a moderation in some of our agricultural prices, that certainly will assist with um, bringing food inflation down and with that also overall inflation. And that, of course, will, will assist especially the lower income groups, but certainly also general consumer spending then in the country if we have to spend less money on, on, um, on our food component of our baskets. And then, of course, looking for some good news. And uh, there have been some positives. Uh, Yesterday, the oil price fell quite a bit. The rand strengthened. What's causing these moves, Narina? So, yes, you know, we, we heard late last year that OPEC has finally managed to, to get an agreement to curb some of its output, and that really was the, the, the major reason for the, the big run-up in the oil price that we saw in the, in the last part of last year, pushing it well above that $50 a, a, a barrel level. But what we've seen over the last couple of days is that drilling activity in, in the United States in particular um, it increased for the 10th week in a row, and this is really a counterbalance a lot of the benefit that has been brought about by the OPEC cut in production. And this is really that excess or additional supply coming online in in global oil market that has caused the oil price to fall by as much as 4% yesterday. Um, and with that also the stronger rand, as you say, it's a little bit early in the month to to, 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 to get excited about an oil, a petrol price cut in, in February, but we can hold thumbs, and if there certainly if, if, if this remains in terms of the oil price, that certainly would be on the cards. Of course, we are in a very, very cold season in the Northern Hemisphere, which seasonally means much higher use of, of oil and other energy-related commodities. So, so the, the demand side of the equation will might keep that oil price above the $55 where it is at the moment. But, uh, yeah, let's see what can happen with the RAND. Also, you know, we yesterday's move in the RAND came in large part on the back of a significant decline in the pound, which, uh, which sort for almost as much as 2% against the euro, and certainly the RAND got some benefit from that. So if we can keep the oil price low and we can keep the RAND strong, then maybe there will be some relief for us as the petrol prices um, come February. Well, Marina, we're going to leave it there and we'll hope and pray and uh, speak to you again tomorrow. That was Marina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. I just want to read uh, some of your messages, especially uh, regarding uh, the Jube Jube song.